another effing podcast about sitcoms. I'm your host, Michelle, or Mo, and I have Dan and Stan and Luke together with me, and we're looking good, looking spry, fat as a turkey day afterwards thing. I don't I don't feel spry. Do I look spry? You look so spry. Oh, that's nice. Mm. I don't feel so, this the angle I, you can't see. Maybe you know what? If we I think we were talking about going on to the TikTok. Oh, we're going to You can see how TikTok. how spry we are on the TikTok. We're going to put the spry filter on. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um today we get to talk about a sitcom that I have cherished in my heart for a very long time. It's called Scrubs. I can't do this all on my own. No, I know I'm no Superman. I'm no Superman. Oh, you know what? Wait, wait, wait. How about I, I'm going to come up with what I think is the official description. And then, Dan, you have it, right? And let's see how, do. how close yeah, yeah. I am. Okay. Um... Uh, as seen through the eyes of JD as he goes from intern to f- full-blown doctor, uh, Scrubs follows the misadventures of Turk, Carla, JD, uh, uh, Girl Dr. Lady. Cox, and Elliot uh, as they navigate the ins and outs uh, of Sacred Heart Hospital. Oh yeah, not bad. How do I do? How do I do? Let's see. How I, uh. Uh, so what I have is Scrubs focuses on the strange experiences of Dr. John J.D. Bing. Dorian, a medical resident, as he continues on his healing career in a, in a surreal hospital crammed full of unpredictable staffers and patients, where humor and tragedy can merge paths at any time. Oh yeah, Ooh, that's, yeah, that's, that's actually that's a piece that that's much better. Yeah, is good. yeah, yeah. It's just accurate. just took time to make it funny. It just <laughs> yep. they can hit their stride in season nine, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. This yep. is a show I mean, I don't want to get to it now, but man. Why don't we get to it now? Go. Well, no, it just it was so, so good. I loved this show when it was on. So and did then I. Whoa, did it take a spiraling nosedive? And but I don't know that it was its own fault. I feel like it was kind of a uh, that I mean I don't know all the history, but I feel like the network was like, uh, "We're gonna dump you." No, we're just kidding. No, we are. No, we're just kidding. Okay, we will. All right. Well, but we can date another network, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, are we over? No, we're not over. Start again. Should we reboot? I don't know. You know. And as a producer, I, I can only imagine that must be like impossible to navigate. Like, how do you even? Well, we've mm-hmm. seen so many shows just get ruined by the networks, like. I think The Office, arguably, the last few seasons were ruined by NBC. I think um, Arrested Development should never have gone to Netflix. Sorry, I love you, Arrested Development, with all my heart and soul, but no Netflix. Um, Family Guy should never been renewed. It should have just been over because it was over. Uh, the My favorite show on the earth, New Girl, the last season was I, yeah. I think it wrapped up nice, but at the same time, mm-hmm. we didn't need it. It was fine with the ending it had. So yeah. I think that greed gets in the way of all of these things. Greed gets in the way of creativity 95% out of 100. Well, it, I, I think that, yeah. uh, well, the, I've always heard, you know, show business with the bigger word being business. You right. Know, they ain't um, show friends. If you If you can cut the quality of a show in half, but still turn a profit, it's worth it. To most people, yeah. that's mm-hmm. really what it's about. Uh, I know loyal audiences don't love that, but the bottom line is that they are in the business of. Well, it's always money the bottom line. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, ultimately, TV is about selling cars and and soda and and clothes. But it gets expensive when you buy one every week. 
Yeah. Gotta stop, Stan. It's really starting to strain our marriage. I know. Stop buying sodas. It's really <laughs> very expensive. Well, in the pandemic, uh, it's getting higher. It's Dan, what, you were going to say something. I, I, I was going to say, it's just a very strange thing that most shows, especially like the top echelon of shows, can perhaps decide when they're going to begin and end mm-hmm. in that sort the of thing. The good place. Yeah. But for everything else, anything below the like 1% of that is a very weird thing where you just have to keep going because the, the, they said Scrubs is over and they're like, great. They ended it. And then they were like, like you said, they were like, oh no, there's another season. Yeah. And then the producers were like, uh, and it's like, if you're making a movie and then like you finish the movie, they're like, no, 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 you need 20 more minutes. Right. Like make mm-hmm. something else up. And like, I was also just thinking uh, the show Glow that was on Netflix that yeah. I loved, that show was renewed. They wrote all the scripts. They filmed the first episode. And then admittedly, there's a global pandemic going on. So a slightly different situation. But yeah. then the, the Netflix was like, nah, psych, it's canceled. Right. And it's like, that's the opposite version of that, where all these people put all this time right. and effort into it, and then yeah. nothing will ever come of it. I, I don't yeah. mean to sidetrack it, but I didn't understand that. Like, so much work already. When it, what, who, was, who was eating cost to make it profitable to cancel that? The I, From what I understand, it was uh, set rental, because you have to – you can't uh, destroy so all the – Empty sets be eating up money every month. Is that what yeah? I mean, they're, they're renting studio space so that their sets don't get destroyed. Got it. Um, and that's just you know whatever. And then Rest, wrestling insurance. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the thing too. Is like, you know, uh, uh, you can't have a show where people have to physically engage with each other so much. That was right. the other thing that they they're said. All over each other. That's yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, like. Well, they could, you that see, could be the the rise of the masked wrestler. <laughs> well, did you see? I mean, what they did with soap operas was they had uh, they had either the spouses of the main actors step in, so like you'd have two people oh, in a wow. scene, and they were just about to kiss, and then the close of the kiss is the actor and the actor spouse. Or if the actor didn't have a spouse, they used mannequins. And that's can insane. Watch we the need- clip. It we is, need to link to that. We need to share that link with everybody. It is crazy pants because it's close enough that if you didn't know, you might not know. But when you do know, you're like, wow. It's like Jim Hart's wow. hair in season three. <laughs> yeah. Except somebody is kissing a plastic doll yeah. for entertainment purposes. Wow. That is insane. Yeah. And kind of awesome. Yeah, so that that's what my understanding with Netflix was like. Right. You know, I, I mean, we other shows shows have have had to bow. I, I, you know, the show I'm Sorry, which is one of my favorite shows, I love it, and that was going to go on another season, and that got you know pandemic canceled, mm-hmm. COVID canceled, um, <laughs> COVID culture. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know why. I don't know why that. that, that I don't know. I don't know if sense. it was like they, all of their shots were like the. It's not like they're wrestling. I, yeah, they also canceled the Seven Feet Away show, which was weird because <laughs> yeah. nobody got within six feet of each other, but they canceled yeah. that one fairly quickly. Is that what the mass Singer is doing yes. so well? Honestly? I think so. I think so. Every, everybody is safely away. I also know, uh, like, I, I, one of my neighbors works on a TV show, and he works in, like, post-production, but he was furloughed. Um but there was a uh, a while where he was like, they were like, don't book anything. We'll pay you for a month or two. You know, and there's only so long you can go yeah. where like the crew just says, I, I got to book right. stuff. Even right. the cast too. Everybody just says like, I got to eat. I got kids, you know. Yeah. 
I got kids I got to eat. Yeah. So uh, am I going to pay my kids orphanage bills? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Scrubs. That's a, another office reference. <laughs> if I can, uh, yeah, if I can steer us back real quick, only to <laughs> say, we'll get, only to say, we'll guys, there. get your shit together. <laughs> Well, we'll get there in a little bit, but uh, one of these episodes involved a media-fueled fake pandemic. Yeah. That yeah, I was, that was like, really oh, wow. This, uh, yep. Yeah, that was a little weird. That we, was a little we weird. We can't seem to get away from, uh, yeah. from topical stuff. But, um, uh, yeah, all right. So, I don't know. Just uh, as we mentioned, um, this show aired for eight or nine seasons, depending on how you want to count it, from October 2nd, 2001, which was uh, less Whoa. than a month after 9-11. So, um That's... to march 17 2010 um i always think of that whenever i see a date that's a i mean i'm always like that's either yep. that was right before 9 11 yep. or right after 9 11 it's yeah. so weird to think of this show like you know uh, again less than a month later people are like oh let's settle in for this medical <laughs> comedy yeah, especially how goofy it is well it might have so yeah escapism. it might have been perfect yeah obviously maybe. yeah maybe. i don't remember i don't remember but I mean, you're I, supposed I, to never I, forget I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I started at the beginning, so maybe that's part of why. I definitely I think I didn't started season two or three, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely wasn't like, wow, I can't wait to watch. Uh, you know, I can't wait to see what the new fall lineup is. So, any uh, anyone want to start with general thoughts? Um, I show? think I'm going to start with this because I was taking a shower earlier. I'm clean, guys. Can't you smell me? Or don't. Uh, and I was like, God, it is such a precursor for community in a lot of ways. And it, it just like. That kind of surrealism, that taking from so many different genres of television. Mm. Um, That's interesting. It, yeah. uh, it it freewheeling whatever it wanted to do that day. I like I I love I love. I don't think it's as good as I remember, unfortunately, which is a bummer. Mm. But um, it's still, God, it has such a good heart, and you know how I feel about it. Yeah. Sit, so come with it. Community is a great. Uh, a great connector because they also are like their sitcoms with mm -hmm. heart both of these shows um scrubs does something that almost no other show can do which is because you're in a hospital and the stakes are so high you can pivot from laughing to tragedy yeah. in like yeah. a second and even mash like you get a build-up and you know you know something bad is coming but scrubs often surprises yeah. you with like how quickly things can go bad yeah yeah i, uh, I mean especially in the episodes that that we watched um and, and the what the ones that we watched it's funny they they really except for the last one really s broke through the their genre barrier and, and made commentary mm -hmm. you know like scrubs did it was always um about going to the mind of jd which is a little bit off i, I don't know if you guys watched the yes. pilot but they, they did a really great thing where in the first two seconds he wakes up and he's very serious, and then he's like, "I'm gonna get ready for work." And then he puts the the shaving cream, cream. the shaving cream bra <laughs> on, and so you know right away, like this is a goofball. But he's mm -hmm. you know an innocent kind of thing where he's just silly and whatever. Um, and so it was fun to see him like go through his brain and 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 deal with stuff. And um, yeah, they did a really nice job of it. I I, I yeah the the, the pivot that they do so much you know there is always such a, a turn on its head where they just um you know hey i thought i was fine or i wasn't there's one episode where like and this is a weird one where i can't remember her name she was on mad tv she was oh she episodes. was oh yeah and she, she was like cancer? what did she have she was gonna 
So she had she the first episode she's on she's suicidal and they don't realize it till the end. They just she keeps like trying to make friends and then they realize oh shit she's trying to make friends she's she's asking for help and we missed all yeah. the signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then later they become they become friendly and then she is fine then she dies, um and or she's got a terminal illness or something she dies and and they're like great I've got all these other terminal people I'm going to give them her organs, and she has rabies and then they all die. Oh uh, wow. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, she had undiagnosed rabies, and and all the organs and go bad, and everybody. <laughs> Before those people die, they each bite ten people. Yeah, and then yeah. those people die. But not yep. before they invest in a stock. And then Atticus comes it's... out with his shotgun and shoots them all down. One bullet, and, and then people. old Yeller comes in to save and the day. And gets rabies and dies. Well, you know how that happens. Yeah, but it, old Yeller is wearing a whipped cream bra. <laughs> so that was that was fine. They do have yeah. Well, there's that stuffed dog that they have, Rowdy. Yes, like he pops Yeller. the beer open. Uh, yeah, and out of his teeth. Yeah. Nicole yeah. Sullivan. Um, yeah, so they, they would do a pivot. Sullivan. Nicole Sullivan, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, and I got to say, I don't want to... Well, I'll save it for the, the episode we talk about. The, the big reveal. The big turn. So good. Yeah. Um, oh, also, yeah. I have a, yeah, yeah. a Starfucker report during that, so... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Great. We have a sting for that, right? <laughs> we have a sting? Here is a Starfucker moment. Just for you and me, cause meeting a celebrity is real fun and dumb, 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 real fun. Starfucker. Uh, so we have Zach Braff as Jamie Amelia, Dorian. Uh, a brilliant, um, love him. Uh, and Donald Faison as uh, Christopher so Turk. Uh, I think their he, chemistry and their relationship was a big part of the show. Yes, yeah. In fact, I, I remember as the show was winding down and my wife Michelle and I would watch it we were basically like why don't they just get together because it, it definitely gets to a point where like it's beyond even just like two people having an intimate friendship like there there's like there's just I don't know there, there's a thing of it where they toe the line so much that you're like you, you you're like the joke is that they're not that they're in love but they're not gay like the song almost. that we'll talk about yeah yeah and, and but then there gets a point where it's like you can be gay yeah be, fact, be gay you know what yeah and it's they, uncomfortable they are oddly yeah they, they are oddly aggressively we're not gay about it you know what I oh mean? yeah like, yeah like they're yeah. actually almost offended at the thought that they yeah be gay. yeah yeah they, I, I think that relationship is very, um, very good, and and uh, the, we, when we get to the guy love thing, we can talk about it. But yeah, there's definitely an early 2000 sense of like, oh, we're not gay. Yeah, just right. to be clear, we're okay. not. Like, it's yeah. friends, it's, and it's sort of like, like <laughs> yeah. it's fine. Like I, I, I mean, I, I love the idea of like we're in love, but we're not sexually attracted to men. Yeah. So like that's where. But it's at the same time, it's like okay, you can you can just say that. You yeah. don't have to be so concerned <laughs> that someone might think right. you're gay. Like yeah. it's it's okay. But um, Sarah Chalk as Elliot. Love her. She, yeah, um, yeah. Can't sing. Yeah, I th- love her. Yeah, that that's that musical really lets you know who has a musical background. Yeah, some it's more auto tune than others, which is. I don't want to start picking apart the show now, but you know, and again, is it like an early two thousand thing where like 
a lot of her character is meant in service of JD, you know, and then eventually she, I feel like she does get her own sort of thing, but she again, like their off again, on again sort of thing uh, was done in a way that after a while you want to be like, you need to leave him. Like, this is not healthy for anybody, you know, even though it was entertaining for us as an audience, it, it was really kind of like a oh let's see if they can get back together let's see if they, you know it, it it became will they won't they mm-hmm. oh no that now this is unhealthy now this is now we're in a toxic relationship yeah yeah it's funny because I've been rewatching Cheers uh, based on our seeing and a lot of the Sam Diane thing is like you guys just need to never speak again like <laughs> right, almost yeah. every episode is, and even the people in the bar are like. Guys, just don't be together. <laughs> right. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Join Dan. Who else we got? Uh, Judy Reyes as Carla Espinosa. Yes, yes. Yep, yep. She gets uh, a clap. <laughs> John C. McGinley as... Bravo! Uh, he might oh, be yeah. my favorite. Oh he, amazing. I, I, you know, and, and so one of the great things about the show, too, I, I'd say the writing is is superb. Um, the joke writing, the monologues, like all of it is so, it has a rhythm to it. That's really impressive. Um, and his delivery is like, I just, I, I, there was a couple of times I was watching it, especially during the musical episode where I was like, this poor guy had to sit and memorize like stacks. Like I, I, in high school, I had to, Yeah. In high school, I had to sing uh, "Major Modern Major General" from uh, uh, Pirates of Penzance. We did like a variety show, and I was the one who picked it. And then I was like, "Oh shit, this is hard," because yeah. it is just a dictionary's worth of lyrics. And he does. I mean, I mean, that song in the musical yeah. episode is that song. Yes. Um, and he just. I know he's acting, and I know it's a camera, but it was just like. You don't see him sweat. There's no strain behind any of it. Yeah, but that is a. He's also. That is a gift. Like, he is gifted. Like, I don't care how much yeah. Uh, yeah. magic behind the lens is. That guy is so good at it. Like, he just. Yes. I, yes. I believe that he's mm-hmm. probably done musicals. And if he hasn't. That's even more impressive. I think they said they did. I looked up a little, I did a little Wikipedia on that episode because I wasn't sure who did the music and who did what. And um, what's it? I mean, we'll get into it. But uh, yeah, he he had a stage background and, and Dr. Kelso actually has a stage background. He, was he in sings big, a lot in the opening number. And he was in Big River. That's right. He played mm. one of the, the old guys. Like in the, wasn't he in the, um, like he wasn't a good guy. He w- was one of the, the shysters. Is that, is that a word I'm oh, oh. Have I just crossed over? <laughs> I think so. It's a bad world. I think so. <laughs> I think Shyster's okay. okay. Uh, Shyster's a questionable one. I is th- it? Think. Uh, you are the one who is. I think. I think there is an ethnic connotation. I think it's a Jewish word, connotation. But in I don't which know. Case. I was gonna say. I mean, I'm Jewish, I so apologize. I. You know what? I will get on the the. I will. I will. I'll get on the horn Can and you ask the people. The, the Jewish Pedia and check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It, at the at your next monthly meeting, yeah, 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 yes. yep. check yes. in on that. That'd be great. Um, to circle back to Doctor Cox just for one second because I love him so much. Um, I think he is so good at playing someone in pain who hides it behind sarcasm. Oh. So like he he often comes off as like unlikable, but he's not. He's a guy who's just over everything. He's seen too much, and like, but then even still, like the goodness in him breaks out 
every yep. now and again, and that's when you're just like you know, in a puddle of tears. He yeah. came on. Well, this is not. Sorry, my it's my chair. It's not my. Okay. Sure, it is. It's not your butt. It's our Whoopi chair. Um, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> is behind me. Um, he came on. <laughs> you in danger, girl. <laughs> <laughs> in danger of farting right? <laughs> right you got it fart level midnight third office reference neil flynn as so the great. janitor whose name oh is so great yeah they did a funny thing on the show and then he I, I, okay let me back up sorry my daughter's been getting into home yeah, alone but- so she watched home alone one and two and then she watched home alone three which is her favorite don't ask and Neil Flynn is in it for a hot second as a police officer. Hmm. And there's another ep- and he's also in The Fugitive as a police officer. So he he seemed to have like nailed the corner. He he's 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 got the uh Chicago police I see uh, that. uh extra. Um and they actually do it. There's an episode of Scrubs where he says, I'm in the fugitive, and JD's like, No, you're not. And then they he he like brings the, the tape in and he's like, look. And it's just one of those moments that they have, which is really fun, where it's like, you don't know if he's full of shit or if he's telling the truth. And like, he's he's really, really good. I loved him in the sitcom episode. Yes. Because he right away knew he was like the Kramer or the Urkel. And he just did that so well with his entrance. Yeah. So great. Um, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah, I just wanted- I, my whole spiel is when we get to it. <laughs> well, I was going to say, uh, I just wanted to say that doing my research, apparently in the scripts, uh, they would just write, like, uh, the janitor enters, Neil says something funny, and then he leaves. Shit, really? They, did, they didn't even bother. Yeah, <laughs> he was so good at improvising, they didn't even bother. Wow. They're like, whatever whatever he comes up with will be better was than Was he an improviser? Write, so. No pr- no pressure. I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah, he, he uh, there's a show that he does with David Koechner and a couple other guys in LA. That's like the improv show to, to it's like oh, wow. beyond ASCAT. Like, and I Is can't remember the name Ascat? of it, but it's perfect. like the first episode we watched was, uh, season three, episode 14, uh, my screw up, um, original air date, February 24th, 2004, directed by Chris Koch and written by Garrett Donovan and Neil Goldman. It's Jack's first birthday. So Jordan siblings, Danny and Ben are in town. Dr. Cox tells JD to leave a patient for half an hour and check up on Ben's leukemia. But when a patient dies, Dr. Cox blames JD and takes over his patients. Meanwhile, Carla and Turk argue over Turk getting rid of his mole and Carla taking Turk's last name. That's the 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 B li- the I- B storyline. <laughs> yeah, the B story. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, thoughts. Oh, Ooh, this one was a rough one. I, I will say, um, so I have a personal story. The reason I picked this one was. Uh, my dad passed away of like a leukemia type disease. It was like in the leukemia family. And I did the thing where I'm like, I'm just going to watch scrubs and not think about my life. Uh, And uh, it was, I I missed all the cues. They're all there. They're all there. He, he says at one point, his first line, I think Brendan Fraser is the, is the brother um, and Brendan Fraser's like first line is, you know, uh, they say something like, are you going to take pictures weirdly, you know, all the time? He's like, for the rest of my life. Oh. And, and it's right there and missed every single cue. And then when, so basically, you know, you think it's one patient who has died and it turn out, turns out that it's Brendan Fraser who's died because the very end, Dr. Cox gets pissed off and, and Brendan Fraser is following him around and making him laugh and, and doing all this stuff. 
in a way that like nobody else can see him and, and, and but they do it so well and then at the very end dr cox thinks he's at uh his son's first birthday and, and it's revealed that they're at the funeral for brendan fraser oh my god that gutted me so oh. and, and, and hang on so i just was like watching it again uh definitely teared up I, there's a part of me that wishes i wasn't so jaded and, and watch so much tv like i wish that i can not see the cues anymore mm-hmm. you know like i i, I want to watch tv and wa- watch movies in a way that like i'm just like oh wow you know like i don't get surprised anymore and i this episode made me realize like how much i miss that like i miss the magic yeah yeah you, not this just makes me think of uh and i know we've all gone through ucb but like harold knight after a certain le- like number of classes you don't really watch it just to enjoy it anymore you're watching everybody's like mathematical move yeah and it's it's not i i'm not i'm not correlating the emotional component i'm just saying no, that no, like, it, you, you start watching when you know enough you start watching in a less your enjoyable way almost you're analyzing it versus just yeah enjoying it. yeah you're you're yeah you're, you know like you you can see the the boom operator you can yeah. you know you can see how they get that shot the set designer yeah, 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 you know, or like, you know. Um, so, uh, I still was fairly fooled, even though I knew it was coming. I didn't realize how he dies early-ish, I guess, in the episode. Yeah. Um, am I wrong? And I'm assuming he was still alive because he teases JD a couple times about making out with the sister. Oops, it's right? it's when JD comes in and says he died. We lost. So you, okay. So up until yeah. that point, he's interacting with everybody. Yes. Yeah. You think that you think that it's the other patient or they right, make you but think he that, meant, but he meant, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then yeah. Dr. Cox like is like, I can't leave. There's too many people here. And that's when he sort of goes on a spiral. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, as soon as he sees the chart, he's, he's, he's yeah. lost it. Like he, he says like he blames JD for, for screwing it up, yeah. you know? I mean, it's, you know, the cues are there. Like, he doesn't yeah. use the name of the patient. Yeah. Um, he sees dead people, they're both... basically. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, no one else sees Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser is having conversations with him that, like, a conscience would right. would, would do. Like You know uh, it's not his fault. You, you got to give it, yeah. Yes, you got to forgive him. You got to do this. You got to do that. And um, it, it is but man, so, oh. so beautifully done. It's so yeah, yeah. And so the fucking one, good. When JD says, "Where do you think you are?" Like yes. the weight, the weight of that, and like because that's the realization moment. It's so like that's again, and to you know the Zach Braff, like he can also pivot from He's super great. goofy to very yeah, very heavy. Uh, and to me, that single, the weight of that one line is like like right now. I'm almost tearing up just talking yeah. about oh, it. Oh yeah, it makes me want to watch Garden it- State. <laughs> Oh man, I have to rewatch that because I was a guy from New Jersey watching that, and when I first saw it, me and my other friend from New Jersey were like, "This isn't us." So. Yeah, I, I mean, I, Zach Zach Braff's an interesting character um, as a person. I don't know him at all, so I'm just going to make wildly accusatory accusations, sure. sort good, of good, things. Good, 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 good. Uh, yeah, 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 cool, 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 cool. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, they're they're. Yeah. Zach Braff does something so naturally that there's a little bit of sour grapes that he makes it look right. easy. And so there's a part of me that's like, like making garden state. I mean, I, I remember it came out and I was like, Oh, anybody can make this stupid movie. Ugh, I'm the same age. Why don't I make that? Yeah. 
and you can become too popular. And I feel like, but well, also, no, it's just it's. But uh, I guess, uh, but that's not. He did nothing wrong. That's you right, know, like right. I I didn't make the movie, and now it's Zach Braff's fault that he well, made a movie. He also <laughs> killed you know? Brendan like, Fraser. So what are we? That's true. Did, he did, but yeah. didn't he also crowd? source the movie no i think it was the second one that he crowdsourced it was the second movie yeah. that was his oh, most garden, recent one garden Stater. yeah 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 yes yeah. still uh electric boogaloo <laughs> that was uh uh yeah. the interesting zachary levi and zach braff i confuse them a lot because they both have that same charm i wonder why because they're first names <laughs> but they both yeah. have that same charm that effortless they do they, they also physically look alike mm, i wouldn't say mm. that ish Okay, I'll stop. I mean, Zachary Levi, like the one thing about the episode that also took me out of it was the uh, just seeing Zach Braff topless is, Don't is do odd. That. He's got very, very tiny <laughs> pecs. It's very strange. Yeah. But Zachary Levi, yeah. police take it all off all the time. Shazam. <laughs> Marvelous. And, of, and, and if we want to dip into that world, Turk's got himself a body. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Turk's sure. a good I mean, yeah. dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. I am. God damn it, I'm going to fuck this up. <laughs> Floating with my homies. Nope. Couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah. Rolling. Rolling with flowing, my homies. Yeah. But yeah, it was rolling. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Such a, such a funny fucker, man. Like that guy. Yeah. That, effortlessly he funny. He uses talent. Like, yeah. I don't know what his real deal is, but I just imagine he reads the script for the first time while he's performing yeah. it, and it's just yeah. perfect. Like. Yeah. And. But he also, I mean, the, the relationship between Turk and Carla gets tested a lot, like almost again, like unnaturally so in a way, mm-hmm. where where they don't let them just be have breathe a nice and enjoy day. it. Yeah, yeah, they they it's it's you know always tested, but they both do a really amazing job of making yeah. it work. You know, like no matter how much the writers may force them to zig and zag through their relationship, they they still love each other and still right. you know she's and she is uh, a talent man they i yeah they really did nail it with the cast like i want yeah wonder if my friend who's not my friend did it i will tell you keep I, talking mm. um i was gonna say i just looked up donald Faison on wikipedia and it is always a relief when you look at the uh the topic headings and there isn't one that says controversy so I was like, okay, good. All right. <laughs> yeah. At least for the most part, you, you, sh- you should be all He's right. safe. Controversy. Mold, not real. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He came on. Uh, he also did Jenny and it, and was just the sweetest. Like, oh, and good. so was Zach Rapp. The sweetest. Yeah. Oh, good. I, I've heard mixed things about Zach Rapp. There was, there's, uh, th- although <laughs> there was like a really great episode of uh, Punked. Um, really? I, I yeah, I can't believe I'm saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. But um, where like Donald Fa- like Donald Faison and Zach Braff apparently are like good friends now. They 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 became they good friends be. after this whole yeah. thing. I actually think they do uh, they do fake doctors real friends a, a podcast. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. Scrubs. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um. So the, <laughs> there's an episode of Punked where like Donald Faison was in on it, and they I think they steal uh, Zach Braff's car or whatever. <laughs> and Zach Braff, even when it's revealed, is just like what the fuck? You know? and, and at the time, I think I was like, oh, why was he laughing? Why isn't he like cool with it? Yeah. You know, and now I'm just like, yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're, you're, you thought your car was gone. Yeah. And just like these kids. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, I think I was thinking of Zachary Levi having done the show, not Zach Braff. So there you go. Oh, 
Mm. Mix them up one 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 last last time. (laughs) Hey. He also. uh, They um, Allison Jones did not cast Scrubs, so real fuck up there, Allison. So we're we're gonna like it anyway, but it goes down a point. Mm. I was just say Zach Braff and the guy played Ted Mosby um, uh, on How I Met Your Mother Mm. are like to me almost virtually interchangeable. Yeah, they look a lot alike. That I can see. Yeah, yeah. Just something to think about, you guys. Think about it right now. As you're having your leftovers, just think about it. And uh, Ted is the main the main character, the the guy who met the mother. Yes. No, no, no. It's uh, actually Allison Hannigan. Uh, (laughs) I'm so I'm so confused. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to move on. Um, Thank you, thank you. And uh, yeah, I just I'm gonna I do want to imagine uh, uh, Dr. Levi on the show and uh, Michelle only asking him questions about Scrubs. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Uh, I do want to say, since we mentioned uh, How I Met Your Mother, and I talked about uh, in the last episode about how that show wasn't what you were seeing wasn't necessarily totally uh, reality because uh, it's someone telling a story. Uh, apparently, this is never made clear in the show, but apparently, uh, on the commentary track, the creator of the show said that each episode is supposed to be an entry in JD's journal. And so that justified some of the fantasy sequences and some of the things that happened that obviously can't be reality um, is that it's basically him telling the story of what happened as opposed to the actual reality of it happening. Um, That's interesting. So, you know, it's funny the way I always viewed it was like, like if we were all sitting at a bar having beers, it would just be like, wouldn't it be funny if right. Except that's it as a sitcom. Like, wouldn't yeah. it be funny if at this point JD's in a chicken suit? Yeah. So they just did it. Yeah. You know? Um, so anyway, uh, the next episode was season four, episode 17, My Life in Four Cameras. Uh, original air date, February 15th, 2005, directed by Adam Bernstein and written by Deborah Fordham. Uh, the discovery that his latest patient is a comedy writer tips JD into a sitcom fantasy complete with the dreaded laugh track. Turk and Caller worry about uh, that the romance has left their marriage. Uh, Dr. Cox volunteers to trim $26,000 from the hospital budget to avoid Kelso firing a cafeteria worker. Um, and I do just want to say that there is no writer on Cheers named Charles James. It was a uh, combination of James Burroughs and Les Charles. Um, and that was character actor Ken Lerner, who played Charles James. Who's been in everything, right? Yeah. yeah. Was he the guy in Total Recall? Not Total Recall. Um... I didn't even look. Th- I should have looked this up. I feel like is he the guy in um, the Running Man who asks Schwarzenegger to sign a contract and then Schwarzenegger sta- signs it and stabs him <laughs> through the back? Uh, like, yes, yes. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Glad I, I do that. that. Was Zach Levi? No, nope. <laughs> no, no, no. Zach Braff. Uh, no, Zachary Taylor actually, the thirteenth uh, <laughs> president. Um, this was such a good show too, and and, and you know, and this was a good show to do post mash because I, I you know zach zach jd having you know kind of mental break like all the doctors dealing with the stress of, of saving people um and, and the result of that is fun to watch what the, having their mental breakdowns are fun to watch you know like um dealing with um how they they deal with the stress of their work and have to process it. Um, Dr. I thought Cox, was a really. I, I mean, I remember an episode of Dr. Cox. I I don't 
know what it was maybe the end of his marriage something like that and him in his, in that root that house that was so sterile just surrounded by booze uh like cans and it was and jd had to you know be his savior and the acting ah it really is a well acted show and, and the writing is good but the acting elevates it way higher than i think the writing is it's yeah, the, uh, just to finish myself quick, that particular scene, I think like AV wrote an article or something, which is like why Dr. Cox is the best character on the show. Mm. And it, it, it just highlights that particular episode with how, how deep he is. Sorry, dude, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say, I remember that one. And I think it's the same one where I think it's after Brendan Fraser dies and he's just shut down. And then um, what's her name? His wife, Krista Miller. um does uh is basically it seems like she's fine like she's going out and making plans right. and doing stuff and he's like he basically opens up and says i can't handle this and she's like i have been in denial i've been making plans so i don't have to feel anything mm-hmm. and then they they break down to each other and, and and again it's one of those amazing uh uh scrubs pivots where you just you don't see it coming or you you just there's more behind the surface than you know you realize you know like with this episode which is great is the whole kelso trying to save twenty six thousand dollars you know and 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 it's and you just realize it's not he's not a dick it's just you know he he went to help people and save lives and now he's stuck fucking doing math to to keep a hospital going yeah he had to cater cater what is that thing when you yeah his feelings just in yeah. order to keep going forward. Like, yeah. that that's it. He's, mm, yeah. Yeah. One, he's a great... Oh, he's such a good character. One thing about this particular episode is... I think they did as good as you could possibly do. But mimicking the standard sitcom almost automatically makes me sort of not like it. Like, you know, like, here comes the jo- hokey jokes and the laugh tracks. Like, pointing fun at it is still doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it, this is smarter. Like some of the, I'm not saying that like, I, again, I think they did it as possible, as good as you can possibly do it. But a lot of shows use the trope of now we're a standard sitcom. And I feel like that typically falls flat. I, I mean, I thought they did an amazing job in this episode because, you know, everything should wrap up nicely in a little bow as in a standard sitcom and it does not it, it is very very wish fulfillment in a, in a really nice way you, you you hope that all these things you know like it's amazing that the that the talent contest is twenty six thousand ninety three dollars which is the exact that amount that made me laugh out loud that yeah and of course it's clay aiken and of course he's amazing and, and they give it to you know and in reality he fires clay aiken and he's pissed yeah, and he's pissed, and, and and the fact that he doesn't like say like that's okay, it's just a job. Like that he's pissed is 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 very real, and and I think Kelso's no Kelso's not right there, but like, there there is that thing of like yeah, this fucking sucks. I don't want to do this either. Um, I I also the, <laughs> this is totally tangential, but like the <laughs> there was a part of me that was like I, I felt really self conscious that all the women were in low cut tops. Especially the extras, right? It's like I just picture the, the assistant director or whatever being like, um, "Hi, yeah, um, can you uh, have your tits out for this <laughs> shot?" That yeah. 
Is that is that okay? Are you, are you okay yeah, with Sarah, that? You know, Sarah like Sarah Chalk is like a stripper in this, but like not even the primary actors. I mean, like you know, oh, you're Reyes, you cast someone to come in for one day and yeah. no, no. If you looked in the background, like yeah. there was a woman behind the counter, there was yeah. a woman in the in the back, you know, and they're just like acting as if like, yep, my tits are out. It's not, you know, and, and yeah. they have to like be, you know, it, it's it's like being an extra. Uh, in porn, almost. In, in a, mm. uh, that's probably too extreme. Anyway, well, everybody gets used. There Ew. are. Uh, well, anyway. uh, somebody's got to walk in on them. Um, Who's the pizza man? Yeah, <laughs> it's the pizza man. <laughs> <laughs> this is Zoe Deschanel does porn. The podcast. Uh, no, but it, good yeah, acting. It, and, yeah. And oh, uh, do you know um, Dr. Cox's wife almost like stumbles in over a word? Yeah, because it's live, was right? Was that live? Was that portion live by any chance? The sitcom the, the felt like it was actually live. Oh, I don't know. They, I didn't they that. said at the beginning, film before a live studio audience. I am pretty sure that it was live. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, she doesn't like totally blow it, but, but she, she almost like totally like stumbles. if she was gonna say folder, she's like folder, like just a very slight thing you would never see on a TV show. That's so, so weird. I didn't notice yeah. that. Well, you should have. If you'd been watching, maybe you didn't watch it. I don't know. I was just staring at the boobs yeah. the whole Luke, time. Did you ever watch sitcoms? Yeah. Nope. Oop. Not fun. Is this a sitcom? Yeah. D- no. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, this was written by Deborah Fordman, who also wrote the next episode that we watched, which I was. Oh. And I think she won an Emmy for this, or she got nominated for these two, or. or I don't know. The next was- one. Got nominated for a bunch of stuff. The musical got nominated. Okay, but I don't, I don't have that information. I'll try to find it quickly. Okay. Um, the only thing I was gonna say was so uh, this is the episode that starts, as I mentioned before, uh, where they're very upset that a fake pandemic uh, is right. is ravaging the hospital, which uh, is just a very. I was, just, I was just like, will this it's ever? It's not not filmed before a live studio. Oh, okay. Um, yes, although they definitely did film it like like a. Yeah. sitcom with the three cameras yeah. and all that stuff um but yeah anyway i was like i don't i feel like this sort of joke will never be a thing at least in our lifetimes again being the like don't worry about a pandemic it's not a big deal it just feels right. so weird now um i mean i i do think this is a great episode i was sort of trying to parse out i was like so what is the logic here because like this is a show that has like crazy fantasy sequences right like so yeah. it's not totally realistic and then to be like but also this this sitcom, like the three camera sitcom, is not realistic in this specific way, even though our show was not realis- realistic in sort of a different way. It, just, it felt like a very sort of fine parsing, you know. So, of- uh, one last thing: it that was filmed before a live studio audience. Yeah, oh, it was. It was, it, oh, it now, was. It, I, I had just read that it's not filmed before a live studio audience, but then during the extended dream sequence, it is filmed in a multi-camera setup with a laugh track and studio audience. Okay. Okay. Boom. Um, to to answer your point, Dan, mm-hmm. I I think JD is actively escaping the reality of not this guy having, I think it was like lung cancer or whatever it was. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's almost saying like, I'm going to do this actively, go to my, go to a pretend happy place. That's what I think. Right. The oh yeah. A hundred percent. That's, that's what it is. I mean, it, but as an audience member, is that what you're saying, Dan? It's like, it's, it's a weird thing because like he's making a critique about how people go to these fantasy realms, but the show itself is a fantasy realm. Right. 
I mean, and yeah. to be fair, like when he he does go on these fantasy trips all the time, and it's clear he's trying to escape the the sort of crushing reality. Um, I mean, and Doctor the storyline about Doctor Cox needing to cut the money. One thing I did. I sort of subtly like about the show is in the background, I think it's clear that this is a crummy hospital. This is not yeah. like a nice hospital. Like, you know, and they even talked about that, that, that it was shot in an abandoned hospital or, or decommissioned hospital. And they purposely kept it looking crummy when That's they, really... when they moved in, right. uh, they wanted to be clear that this is like, kind of like saying elsewhere, like this is the, this is the not nice. hospital. And it's a teaching uh, hospital, right. which is always right. Yeah. 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 But, I, but again, besides the sort of, you know, crushing or, or whatever grim reality of working in a hospital where people are constantly dying and you're constantly having to tell people they're going to die and all this sort of stuff like just also the fact that it's just like not a great hospital so like because yeah. there's one episode where there's literally a homeless man sleeping in the uh oh in the episode before there's a homeless man right. who wakes up dr cox as his alarm clock anyway yeah um yeah. but yeah i i was i'm not i'm not even it's not a criticism at all i was just like it's just sort of funny how this show that has these flights of fancy is in a way almost criticizing uh you know a three camera sitcom for for not being reality but right. it was, it just seemed like such a fine line to to walk to sort of present you know this is the way these kinds of shows are on reality even though our show is also on reality in some ways um that's all and, and there's a great because uh, there's a joke where uh he's like uh, Dr. Kessler says, oh, we have to cut money from the budget for the cafeteria ever since Fat Frank went on that crash diet. Uh, <laughs> right. And then it cuts to like a very skinny guy with like huge pants. He's like, I lost 190 <laughs> pounds so far. Yeah, and yeah. it comes back and Kessler goes, I don't know why he still wears those pants. Which <laughs> right, yeah. It's very funny, but I'm like, but that's not reality. Like you couldn't walk right. around in pants that were 10 times too big for yourself. And so. be a doctor. Anyway, yeah. Right. Yeah, that yeah. also is weird, but. Did, I don't actually, because Michelle and I sort of watched a cluster of these, I don't know if this joke appeared in one of the episodes, but it made me laugh so hard. They were talking about how, like, you define people by their qualities and, like, a, like an outstanding quality. It might be the one about Turk's mole on his lip because um, I think it's I think it's Elliot goes like, you know, it's like our, it's like the uh, security guard with one, you know, with the hook oh, for yeah. a hand. All I ever see is his afro. Yes. <laughs> right, yes. That was it. Yeah. And they keep going back to that. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Oh, then JT, and I, and I don't even know if they do that so that they can get the, the cards. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I, I, uh, I beat your hand. And he's like, what? Yeah. Uh -oh. yeah. Or he says, well, the, the security guard wins and he goes, nice hand. And he looks at him. Right. He goes, I mean, your That's card. what it is. Uh, good job. So um, yeah. All right. Anything else on this, this episode? I got close to tears. Anyone to say? Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I remember the first time I watched it, I got close to tears too. And, and it, you know, I think it's, it, it, you know, the community connection definitely with this one because it's meta commentary on, mm -hmm. on the format. But I, I remember it being like the first time that it really, you know, seeing a show that said like, sometimes TV's bullshit. Yeah. You know, like it sucks. You know, we, like we all know that it is escapism, but this idea that like we wish for it to be real is bullshit you know mm -hmm. that we don't treat it just as escapism um, right it's you, that we, that we have hope... to wake up to the reality sometimes and actually say yeah. life isn't perfect and yeah, then yeah, and then if, know, like, if uh, it were today they'd say life isn't perfect wear a fucking mask yeah <laughs> yeah that too um, actually it's funny uh because the who sorry dan nope. the hulu image is because it's scrubs that are all wearing masks 
because they're surgery. So I assumed it was like an ad for <laughs> mask. But then I looked a little bit closer, and like three of them have it like on their head, and I'm like, yeah. There's a big mixed message we're <laughs> yeah. getting here. This and then I'm like, yeah, this, has, this has nothing to do no, with the pandemic. This is just an image. I relate. I was only gonna say I like the turn yeah. when yeah. they're doing the sitcom, and then he like comically falls backwards and she's like get the whatever medical jargon and yeah then it snaps back i thought that was yeah. very effective that's what they're so good at yeah right like we we lead you down the happy road and then guess what yeah. here's the cliff now we're gonna yeah. hang you yeah um all right oh uh i only wanted to say during the research is at one point uh uh donald Faison sings the let's all go to the lobby yes. song yes. Uh, yeah and uh that was written by quincy jones that song really yeah weird um that was all it was it just it uh wikipedia mentioned that matter of factly and i was like really he did i'm gonna think about that for the rest (laughs) of my life that's weird i also want to say that uh so colin hay from metawork did uh most of the music for the show um and Mm -hmm. in the when originally aired he performed a version of the cheers theme song that unfortunately is cut out of all other versions due to damn it um can we take five seconds and say how much of a have an of an earwig that yeah. little opening song is on mm. scrubs this is also the second yeah. comedy the other being cheers where i'm like wait is that a cast member singing it like i always oh. thought for years that woody sang the, the theme song to cheers which obviously <laughs> he doesn't and as jd's singing prowess much like mine will prove next episode we review he is not a singer but the voice sounds a lot like jd to me when yeah when I hear it, it has that cadence it is the singing yeah. version yeah tone yeah it, that that's it I, I would say that it falls into the, the the friends theme song category where it almost lives as a song by itself although it, if you hear the extended like there's more verses and it, it does do that thing where you're like ew no Was stop it about, stop so, it your husband is now a woman yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> By the way, the, the community opening song is on it's my playlist. It's a, by a band it's called a The Eighty Eight. It's mm-hmm. it's such a great song. It's just something I listen to. Which a lot. we're gonna do that podcast episode. And community. The, the theme songs, dummy. Oh, 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 yeah, oh yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on because uh, we're falling apart here. Uh, the next episode is. <laughs> My- when Dan calls it out, we're in trouble. Uh, I want to give kisses to Ulysses. <laughs> season six, episode six, my musical, original air date, January 18th, 2007, directed by Will McKenzie, written by Deborah Fordham. A patient hears singing from everyone, turning Sacred Heart into a musical extravaganza. Meanwhile, Elliot determines whether or not D- JD should move in with her, and Caller determines whether or not she should go back to work. And, uh, yep, that's it. I so I did a little bit of digging on this episode because I wanted to know how because I had heard a rumor that originally what had happened was uh, Zach Braff went to go see Avenue Q and was like we got to do a musical episode and that that was what I had heard was oh, the the history. According to Wikipedia, that's not what happened. Um, according to Wikipedia, um, all the writers were like, we think the show's going to end this season. It did not, and so if we're going to do a musical episode or anything we want to do, let's just do it now. And so uh, Deborah Fordham went to their resident doctor uh, who they would use. They, they'd had a, like a doctor on staff that they would deal with. Not only did they have a doctor on staff, uh, his name is Dr. John Dory. Dory? I wrote it down. Sorry. Dr. John Doris, who is a college oh. roommate of Bill Lawrence and was the inspiration for Zach Braff's character. Oh, oh well, there you go. And he was also the, the medical uh guy i don't know what you'd call it yeah yeah there's uh, like a medical consult yeah because they yes yeah yeah and and went to i guess him 
Uh, although I thought it was another person, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay. Um, and said, you know, we want to do musical number. How do we do it? And they were like, well, there's this medical condition. If you get a tumor, you're, you're going to hear singing all the time. And they were like, great, done. Um, you know, and so they did it that way. And then Deborah Fordham, who had never written a song in her life, went off and like, oh my gosh, really? wrote the lyrics for I think all the songs or most of the songs. And Outstanding. then using the musical staff that they had, and then also went to the creators of Avenue Q and said, can you give us some help? Um, and this might have been where they got part of their EGOT, but I don't know if that's true. Now I'm just yeah. making shit up. I know, that, <laughs> my... um, yes. Well, the uh, the woman who plays the patient uh, was from Avenue yeah. Q. Um, and this episode uh, was nominated for five awards. Uh, outstanding directing in a comedy series. Outstanding musical direction. Outstanding original music. Um, so that's probably where the, the guys from Avenue Q, I'm sure, got a uh, nomination there. Um, and then outstanding sound mixing. So there you go. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was going to say the sound mixing was, it was chef's kiss. Mm. Um, I only wanted to say that, uh, this just reminded me of that episode of mash that we covered where a patient gets weirdly involved in the personal yes. lives of, yeah. Um, yeah. Of, yeah. The, of the I, staff. But otherwise one thing I, I absolutely love, I mean, I, overall, uh, I thought this was fantastic. I feel like I cannot believe this was just episode, what, eight out of 20 or whatever like i feel like this probably took months to yeah. make on its own mm-hmm. but um i the thing i love uh and i think we should probably talk about maybe song for song because that's some i really really love but i love how it's all through her eyes because there's one scene where she's only getting wheeled down the hallway so they only sing about three lines and then once she's out of sight they go back to talking mm-hmm. yeah which i just thought was like a really nice touch oh yeah they 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 do make sure that she enters a room before the song starts. Yes. Each time. But it is that, that thing where like she's just wandering through and then right. waits while they talk about Carla going back to work. <laughs> yeah. It's she a is, little she's involved. watching like an audience member. Like she really yeah. is like yeah. um I uh, Michelle and I watched together and um we like I think probably the two strongest voices are probably Turks and his yeah. and Carla's. I think that they're probably the most talented and they do get a song together. And I was just surprised they didn't like use their voices. Maybe or in a better, like the song more. that they chose or the song that was written for them, their, their duet was like a tango. Um, and yeah. I was just like, Oh, come the fuck on. Like these guys deserve, they deserve like the, the 11 o'clock number. Like, it's just like, you've got the biggest talent. They are so good. They could have just like, yeah. like yeah. they had the if they had Avenue Q helping them write this shit, they had people who knew how to write this shit. So I get that Deborah hasn't know, ever done you, you. I do it all the time. But like, no, 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 I, no, no. I'm not disagreeing with you in terms of songwriting or in terms of using it. I mean, it's just that the tango so lends itself so to their, well to yeah, their characters to the back and the back and forth. But like, look yeah. at Rent. This is weird. This is weird. Like, there's a there's a way to do it. Like, with mm. two really great voices in Rent, the uh, something Tango, and it's like a real belty, wonderful number. And that, like, I don't know. Lip shits. No, that's a different Tango. Sorry. And that again, that's a great <laughs> a great example. Like, there are so many, and they just hey, look, they aren't musicals. They're not musical people. I no, need to I, I need to step the fuck back. No, 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 no. I know. Now I do see what you're saying. Like it didn't, 
I didn't notice it. I mean, I, I, at the time I was, or even watching it recently, I was like, oh, a tango, that makes sense. They're both, right, they're, a tango is very like a battle sort of yeah. song. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I started right. sort of with, I think, maybe the picky point, but like the one that's like the Les Mis, sort of like uh, One Day More or whatever, like the, the that ends, I think, one of the acts where like, I think Dr. Cox first realizes she has the tumor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I loved that. Yeah, it was great. Uh, because, because it was like, everybody's like a little individual beats inside mm-hmm. and like everybody is joyous for the most part and Dr. Cox is not. Yeah. Which yeah. I love. That's the shit I love. About, oh, I lo- about my other strokes. favorite thing about that same moment is I don't know if you noticed, but they bring her curtain around. Like it's the flag. No, to end the act. Oh, no, I wasn't. The way you just did your hands made me think of like the the waving of the flag. No, no, no. No, I had not noticed that that. So yeah, you're saying the last thing you see is a closed curtain and then cut to curtain. On that break, yeah. They, right. they, they, they I had not noticed. End the act awesome. by closing the curtain. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. It, 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 it's. Oh yeah, it was good. I, I I cried a little. You know, something about musicals make me cry. I don't know what it is. It's, um, it's the emotion that it's a primal yeah. thing. Like it, it really it's words. it's it's something very strange. And and um, when a good musical does something really well, I just I tear up. And I remember Michelle was tearing up when we first watched it. And I was like, Are you okay? She's like, It's just beautiful and love acting and musical theater i can't go into uh, any musical no matter what i will cry there will be a mo it's usually the moment i sit down and the orchestra starts i am a mess like it took two hours sometimes she walks in that way i mean but i'm usually dressed that's not the point I saw Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. That's the last musical I did not I cry at. Can't imagine. Right? <laughs> I, I, you were too, cons- too concerned that he'd get down from the rafters. No, I was actually I did cry because I was like, "Why am I still here? This is <laughs> I wish terrible. he'd break his arm again. Was it a leg? I'm gonna kill leg? him. No, he died. I think he died. No, no did he die? No. Wait, are you serious? We, somebody died in Spider-Man Turn I Off the Dark. Don't didn't think so. I don't know. They died. I don't think so. I don't know. People got hurt. Yeah. Uh, they got a lot, a lot of injuries. All right. Well, anyway, do we want to go through? The, <laughs> do we want to go through the songs? <laughs> well, there's uh, the opening number. Right. When welcome she at the hospital. Welcome. Well, yeah. actually, the oh, first song that. is when she collapses in the park. Well, that's true. It's right. called All Right, right. but then yeah. the first big song is Welcome to Sacred Heart. Yes, um, which is a huge number. Yeah. Uh, so everybody is involved, and like you know, it's it's got like the what do you call the dancers? Like the uh, backup Co- chorus line. It's like a, no, it's like those thirty movie, those movies from the thirties oh, right. where there's like it's the synchronized yeah. dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think synchronized. of synchronized like the Ziegfeld, um, Ziegfeld like the, Folly Girls. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I just I feel like there's a phrase, but anyway, great opening number. That's where Doctor Kelslow sings a lot. Is what I was yeah. saying. He's got a big chunk of that song. Uh, the next song was Everything Comes Down to Poo. Really fun. Yeah. That's <laughs> so uh, Avenue yes. Q. That sounds like an Avenue Q. All yeah. Avenue Q. Lots of wordplay. Very yep. funny. Uh, yeah, there was a line in there that I really liked. And I cannot remember it, but anyway, whatever. Uh, Gotta miss you, Carla. Was uh, speaking of well, we've discussed in the past, like bringing up someone's talent. That guy, the guy who plays oh, the lawyer, yes. is in real life yeah, in a uh, barbershop quartet, yeah. yeah, or whatever. Oh, it's barbershop, yes. He died so, like in the they, last been... year. He did. Yes. Was it of COVID? No, it was. Uh, I think it's a couple different cancers. Yeah, it's, it's uh, okay. the 
next song was the rant song which was the pirates yeah of Penzance it's really inspired fun yes yeah which you mentioned um <laughs> when uh the next song is when the truth comes out uh which parodies do you hear the people sing from yeah, yeah. yeah. that's so good it's probably my yeah. favorite song in the whole thing um probably guy love i love uh, yeah. guy love Guy looks so great. Well, it, it, it underscores the, the, the relationship we talked yeah. about earlier. I mean, to Luke's point, why aren't they just a couple? Yeah. Yeah. And they're, I, they're far happier with each other than their current relationships. Yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe they could have even gone into it or uh, steered into it more, but I, I actually like the subtle nature of we are literally in love with each other, mm-hmm. but yeah. we are just not sexually right. attracted to men. Yeah. We're just, you yeah. know. And I do also, I love, I mean, some of it now is a little cringy, but. I do also like the fact that JD is like, I'm kind of a feminine guy. I drink apple teenies, yeah. like yeah. all that stuff. I felt like never really crossed the line where, and it's is sort of, I wonder if this is, they even thought about this, but th- it is sort of similar to the clinger thing where it's like, I'm not, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm not concerned about my masculinity. Like I do things that are not, you know, stereotypically masculine and, and and i'm fine with it and you know i do love i i do really like that it's kind of a subtle thing so i just yeah i think maybe at the time i was like are, are you if you're gay be gay like right. which which i get again you know if you're gay be gay if you don't want to be gay don't be gay if it's up to you it's it's uh it's not your choice whether or not you are gay it's your mm-hmm. choice whether or not you want to inform us of your sexuality because it's none of our business it's it's your okay your thing <laughs> I to did i turn to kermit in that oh uh i have to say oh I... okay <laughs> no 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 is that alan alder <laughs> oh yeah. that's gay um, that's just I, so great i think the term we're looking for is metrosexual for him yes. for jd and that is uh oh, uh oh, that word. No, 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 but like, like that—that that is the term. But you know, I, he doesn't—he doesn't. Well, do that was his well, nails. Like he doesn't like buff and polish his nails. Mm-hmm. There's something that he just likes to be pampered without the nails being buffed. Well, the, yeah, this, I, the second half of what I was going to say is I completely identify with yeah. that. Like that is yeah, is me. True. Like I, I have no issue with what I drink or how I'm viewed. Like, and I'm not saying this, like, look at me, hurrah, hurrah. I'm just saying like, it's never been something I've considered. Like I, if I want an Appletini, I'm going to get one and I'm fine with that. And like, if people want to tease me about it, I'm also fine with that. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying I, it, it's another level of my identifying with the show. Is what Got I'm it. Got it. Um, the next song was for the last time I'm Dominican, which I have a lot of problems. With. Uh, you were right. Well, you were right. It says right here the song parodies Tango Maureen from Rent. Not yeah. well. So you were <laughs> at least that's a that's what they yeah. were going for. But uh, good idea picking that up. Um, I also thought it was an odd song that he wouldn't know she's Dominican. I don't, I'm being probably. I think yeah, that's a running joke. Yeah. Though, isn't that, that oh, is it? I, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. He, he always she's gets Puerto it wrong, Rican. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's you know, and I also think at the time people were just like, uh, you're you're, uh, everything down below, yeah, everything right. below Texas is yeah. uh, Mexico, right? Right. You know, okay. I, I think it's just a way to be like, no, there, there yeah. are other countries that do other things. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then the fr- uh, friends forever. Greece. Into oh, Greece. What? Yeah. yeah. I didn't like that one as much either. It's I, a little rah rah. 
and, and well, they also really they they struggled with getting out all the words. You could be like, mitocardial. It's so hard. They, yeah. they had to probably finish that song while they were shooting yeah. the first song because yeah. they had time. To That's do the thing. This. It wasn't longer than uh, the one week they're usually allotted. Like it had to. Who knows? Like, that's we don't a know. lot. I know There's that no they were, they did an extra yeah, week of rehearsal, which is which is different, and I'm sure the hours were they longer. Had, I mean, I'm sure it's so I'm just, much I'm sure more work. Like, they, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say I I forget. I'd have to go back and look, but it's funny. I think the two episodes before the musical episode of Buffy, there are two like very simple bottle episodes because so they clearly yeah. needed like the <laughs> yeah. extra time. Oh, so. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was just gonna say I I love the moment. I think it's the Pirates of Panzant song where they go to the janitor and they shut all the lights yeah. out and he gets a spotlight. Oh, so it's good. Such a great detail. Yeah. Or a great moment, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think the one after the, the episode that aired after this was JD gets a hangnail. They <laughs> just deal with that. It, the whole, it was. <laughs> it, is, it was a flashback. Episode. It was all. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. Uh, yeah, and then uh, what's going to happen is the the last song, which yeah. Stephanie yeah. Diabrazio Diabrazio. I don't know how to say her name. The woman who uh does, has brain cancer or an aneurysm. She's amazing. She, I saw her. Yeah. In Avenue Q on Broadway, and she and I, mm. I literally was watching her, going, "Who the fuck? I know her. Like, how do I? I go, I know she's broad. She has to be Broadway, and um, just Googled it. So yeah, I saw her. Me. Nice. That's not the star fucking uh, moment, but there you go. I I saw her too, then, because I saw it with you. Okay, I we had there a lot of go. fun. Um, the and to to a purely scrubs classic moment too is the end of that song you're going to be okay and then the last two words are we think like yeah so you know, good. Like it's, because it's funny because i actually was waiting like they sing you're going to be fine you're going to be fine so many times that i assume everybody believes it and then boom those last two words are dropped that's what i mean i think that this show does also really well is just the uncertainty of all of it you know yeah. just the thing of like we're scientists but you're still a human yeah, I, yeah. I, that that like, there's no there's no manual that guarantees you. I mean, there was like one episode I remember specifically, and I don't know why this sticks with me, but um, it's around Christmas time, and this dad comes in, and he has this pain in his in his abdomen or something, and his and JD says something like, "Oh, we'll get you out by Christmas," and the whole thing is that Cox is like, "Never say that because it won't happen." And then you know, and you think the guy's gonna die, but eventually they realize that the kid jumped on his spleen or something and Ooh. shattered it, or I don't know. Ooh. And it's all treatable, and the, and the guy's fine. But there isn't, you know, there isn't any right. guarantees. There's, there's especially in probably that shitty hospital. And it's, it's that yeah, whole this- thing where life is precious, but we cannot yeah. keep, we cannot make you precious. What? What's very disconcerting to me often, and I, I, my, I happen to work in uh, a world, I work in the pharmaceutical world. And so the amount that we don't know, mm-hmm. it, it would scare us, I think, if we know how much people don't know, like how much physicians right. don't know right. is, is really scary. Yeah. Well, you know, people don't come with a manual. Lewis. Um, Some more specific conditions take like up to five years mm-hmm. to like correctly diagnose, oh. just you know, oh, I was you, re- there's yeah. so much out there. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And so many overlapping symptoms. Well, that's what, you know, I read the the thing every Sunday in the Times. They have the the mystery illness. Uh, highly recommend, you know, a woman can't see out of her left eye and then all of a sudden only taste broccoli. What happened? You know, and then they go through. Blah, blah, blah. That didn't happen. Though. I mean, it's like House, the, the Q&A. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, that's what it is. And it's always it's <laughs> it's always lupus. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great? If what that a great was every answer every time. <laughs> Just different aspects lupus. of lupus. Well, what's weird is like it's always um god this is so tangential but no like this one the one recently was this guy ran a marathon and then his shoulder was sore and then all of a sudden like his left arm basically wouldn't work and you know went to a physical therapist physical therapist like yeah you pull a muscle and then went to this other person like no it's your rotator cuff and then it turned out it was this like hundred year old disease that he did some nerve damage and he took some steroids and he was fine and it's 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 coming along and and Every time I read these things, you know, it takes one doctor at the end who's like, no, I know what it is. It's this. And, and like beforehand, it's always like five doctors who don't know what it is and treat it the way they think it is. And, and there's always a part of me that's like, how do we get the first doctor to know what the fifth doctor knows? Like, mm-hmm. there's got to be a database or an Internet or a Facebook for a TikTok for, for doctors. <laughs> I mean, just a, a meme. A meme. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the, and there's always a the problem too of like, okay, you have this symptom, it's probably this thing, so that's what we're going to treat. And it even comes up in one of these episodes where it's like, I have a lot of patients, I can't yeah. spend all of my time on one. So if it seems like there's a simple case, I'm going to treat it and get it out the door. And yeah. you know, one in a thousand is going to turn out that I was wrong. But you know, I could spend all my time on this one simple case. But how many other people are going to die because I'm only, you know? Yeah. All right, let's do clips. Who wants to start? I'll start. Okay. All right, good. Oh, thank you so much. So listen, guys, I love Dr. Cox the best. So I, of course, mm-hmm. picked a Dr. Cox moment. And it's... I'm so glad Doctor was in that sentence. <laughs> I love Cox! <laughs> um, and so it's... There's so many great, 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 great Dr. Cox moments. But I'm just going to make it... Keep it simple, stupid. And uh, just the first time we see Dr. Cox for who he is, which is the pilot and you know he's such a dick to jd in the beginning and just like he's afraid of jd's afraid of dr cox which we get and thinks dr kelso's the good guy which he's not but he's complicated um and jd can't stab patients like he can't take blood he can't like when he does that thing with the guys that woman's belly and like all these different things that there's stabbing involved in and i'm like i'm never going to be a doctor based on this episode i was thinking about it um but jd is like dr cox will never help me and he's going to get me fired because of this and then he has this patient that comes in i think it's a it's an accident i don't know yeah it's a car accident accident. and uh he takes dr cox is like no you can do it and it's just the way he does it i just want it just let listen Car accident crashed in the elevator on the way up. We gotta relieve the pressure in his chest. JD, do it. Oh God, no. Look at me. You can do this. And I believed him. Chest tube tray. You know, kinda. Come on, baby, let's go. Chop, chop. You can do this. You have to do this. JD, cut him or lose him. Oh, give me the tube. You can't get it through the pora. Well, don't be gentle. Get it in there. Connected, please, Carla. Normal rhythm. <laughs> no way. Hey, it's a piece of cake. It's your patient. You're leaving? That's your patient, doctor. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> That's enough. 
Sorry. It's a very big moment for me. Isn't he great? Aww. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. yeah, you know, actually, this brings up a really great point, which we, Dr. Cox often sabotages his people, not in a way that the patients will get hurt, but like, I forgot about that, which I kind of love. Like, he'll, he'll put JD on the wrong path. Just, you know, yeah. not that not that that's what your clip is showing, but like he well, he did up until see that. that. Like right, he kept right. just fucking him up or making fun of him. And I love also that Dr. Cox changes his name, the woman's name, all the time. Uh, the oh, Mary Susan. Yeah, yeah. So good. I almost just did a, a clip of him saying different women's names. Funny. That's fun. You could do that if you wanted to. If you actually didn't have anything, Stan. Actually, the I thought you were going with a clip that I'm gonna wait till. Obviously, I'm gonna wait because Luke is up. But if Luke doesn't, I do have something in mind that I thought you were doing that you didn't do. So let's see what Luke has. All right, Luke. I have whatever Stan is gonna do. <laughs> no, I I have one that's not from the show, but it's one of my favorite moments like ever. And 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 the joke writing of this show is so great. Is. And uh. Was so great. And what they would do is sometimes they would do misdirect jokes that you don't see coming and then it would hit you like a like a freight train. And there's one where they're Carla and Turk are talking about their son and how he wants to do something and I forget what it is. And she's like, Well, what if he wants to do soccer and he, no one else wants to play soccer with him? And he's like, You can play soccer, whatever. Okay. What if we have a son and he wants to take dance class even though all his friends are playing football? We can dance if he wants to. He'll leave his friends behind. Because his friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, then they're no friends of mine. Uh, and then there's a button at the end where uh, Carl's like, I should have seen that coming. And, and I think Elliot says something like, oh, you should have been there when the commissar came in town. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, well, but still good. So oh, good. So good. So good. So good. There it is. Uh, oh, this is delightful. I all of a sudden have a mini clip. Um, this is simply uh, a celebration of the joy of the show, and it's when they do the Sanford and Son theme. Oh, when, oh yeah. When they, it's to me, it's super iconic. It actually elevates beyond the show because, like, it's almost the first thing I think of. So let's listen to how they do it. Yeah, everybody assumes that I'm a good athlete, or or, or that I grew up poor, or that I love Sanford and Son. But you do love Sanford and Son. They both do. That's what I'm talking about. It's funny. Uh, I, it's, music is a really big part of yeah. the show. All right. The moment has oh, arrived. No. Time to rank. Oh, yeah. Shit. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Anyone. Okay. Um, I love, love, love this show, but it, it doesn't. It's not as. I can't, is it because we're jaded? I don't know, but I'm going to give it a nine. Okay. Hmm. Well, that's pretty good. I know. So. I know. Mm-hmm. I, it's just. Yeah. Shut up. Just accept it. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go nine point two five. I'm sorry to start splitting into quarters and all no, that. No. Um, great show, excellent writing, fantastic music. Some, I don't know what it is, but I feel like that's a per, that just perfect for the, me. For, I, it's a very good. The show. cast, oh, the cast. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I'm going to go with nine, I think, because I do... They they fizzled out for me and and see, but I don't. I think this is a situation where it's their fault. Like I don't think it was their greed that kept it going. It was the network. I mean, I think that like, it's like community. Yeah, you know, we talked about. Yeah, but but also, I mean, there are other shows though where like you want it just to wrap up and and it's you know like Launder SVU. Hello. Hello, that's it. Let's end that. Um, or don't. I don't care. What, I'm not losing any sleep over where they're on. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with nine. I'll go with nine. I think I think they just, they really did a smart, smart job, but they also yeah. I, had some troubles. I think, Luke, I, I think maybe one of the things I'm thinking is they go to the well a lot. Like on, like the Carla and uh, Turk. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it starts, relationships maybe start to, I'm just saying what made me pull it down a little bit. Yeah. And, and like, I know that like <laughs> Dr. Cox goes into a stupor after Brendan Fraser and it lasts like three episodes and and, and not that you not that grief just <laughs> so gets he was only your one best episode, friend it is after a while no, where you're no, like no, my only thought watching this was I think it's a great show <laughs> yeah what are we doing here you yeah, know like fucking suck it up then I was like this show is a lot and <laughs> Go ahead. it's great for one episode because it's a very hectic pace you know but I don't think I could like binge watch the show. I think after like yeah. the fifth episode, I would basically it's have like a, a low grade headache. It's a weekly show. Like it, yeah. that is yeah, that's great. True. That's we true. don't need to um, binge watch America. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, in 10th place. Uh, it's pretty much right in the middle. Um, also looking at the numbers, I just want to say that uh, Michelle has given out six tens. Uh, but not... Luke has only given out Luke has only given out one. And it was to hmm. that one so... show with the I think I've only given British out lady. No, three. I've given up three. I am not discerning. I love. Look, I was just, I was just pointing out. I thought that was interesting. Mm. Um, all right, so that's it, dude. Uh, I don't know whose pick it was. For I think it's mine. I think it's mine. Okay. Oh wait, I gotta go. Sorry. No, totally kidding. Again, to the listening audience, everyone in New Zealand, I'm very sorry. To Stan's friend in Germany. Yeah, Matt. Avidasen. To oh, by the way, sorry. Real quick. Uh, here, <laughs> Elliot has spoken German in a few episodes. Hearing her do uh, that that is such a great sitcom bit where she does Romeo and Juliet in German. Oh yeah, and, uh, and Carla's response is, uh, "What did she say?" Gesundheit. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, Stan, do you have? A, yeah. What are you doing? What are we what are you doing? Yes, I've been sitting on this one, and I hope you guys are ready to get a little weird because we're Always. gonna do. Strangers with Candy. Oh, my oh. God, that's exciting. I'm very excited. Oh, yeah, I'm psyched. I'm glad you guys had that reaction. I was a little hoping you weren't like, that's too weird. But Is that I streaming love, somewhere? I, yeah, we got to make sure it's it. streaming. Oh, shit. Oh, oh you never watched I hope it? It's I've never watched it. I think oh, I saw the dude, movie. I saw I the can't movie. Wait to get your initial reaction. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I watched the movie. Uh, Amy Sedaris, I, I, uh, I fucking love her commitment to characters yes because you like whether she's on point or not like if she's <laughs> if she's making you laugh or not she doesn't care she does not care and she yeah. goes for it balls to the wall and like oh, yes man. so wait i didn't know there was a movie I'm gonna... it's on amazon okay oh, it so okay. i will send you money for three episodes to oh. watch it no prime. Um, no, no, no it's Oh, it's on Prime? Oh, f- awesome. I thought you meant like we would have to buy it. Uh, I'll pick out the episodes. Um, it, was the movie post the show? I guess it would have to be, right? You don't yes. start that with a movie. I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I bet th- my guess is the show might be better than the movie, I would hope. It is, yes. I mean, the movie's yeah. good, but the, uh-huh. 
you know, it, it had been years. Like it was like a eight year gap or something. So. Get ready like... for young Stephen Colbert, everybody. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, wow. all right. All right. Cool. Change the candy. Next time, very exciting. Michelle, take us Thank home. you so much for listening to another FM podcast about sitcoms. I'm Michelle. I'm Stan. I'm Luke. I'm Dan, the producer. And we are all on all the things that you can, whatever. All the social meds. That. And please subscribe. Please listen. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just take your hands out of your ears for one second? Thank you. Just listen. Pay attention to us. And um, if you could uh, leave a little uh, note, we would love it so that we can read it and mock you. Yeah, and uh, please, 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 good reviews, bad reviews, any reviews. Uh, I'm delightedly learning. I know more and more people who are listening. Pop up and say hi. We love you guys. I'd I'd be delighted to to not know the people that are listening. I'd like to meet some strangers. (laughs) That too, both of those. With candy. Woo! Thanks a lot, guys. Bye. Bye. This has been another effing podcast about sitcoms. The music for our theme song is by Ryan Satoy, and the lyrics and vocals are by our own Michelle Likowski. Our logo was created by Luke Ward. Follow us on Instagram, and if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, well, we'd certainly appreciate it. Another effing podcast about sitcoms will return in this time slot next week. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog.